The portal between mind and awareness. Mind is like the clouds, the transient appearances of thoughts, emotions, feelings, perceptions, sensations, beliefs, and the sky in which the clouds happen is the awareness creating this very simple juxtaposition enables us to transcend the mind and to recognize the eternal shared sky the observer the witness the god realized state and in doing so it brings us the peace and happiness of the diamond necklace that is already around our necks and then we recognize that those clouds are not something for us to get obsessive about. We don't have cravings for clouds. We don't try and avert clouds. They're just simply what appears on the sky of awareness. Once you recognize that clouds appear in the sky of awareness you gain a sense of eternal peace and happiness. You recognize the transience of the clouds. This is the portal that we talk about. The very simple juxtaposition. And the analogy here that we're using is one that is a common perennial wisdom across the mystic traditions where you juxtapose the clouds and the sky Ultimately, this is one, but we create this dualistic juxtaposition as a concession in order to make it easier for people to portal away from the egoic, finite, separate, contracted energy of the mind towards the eternal, the infinite sky, the awareness that is being colored by the experience of these clouds in these creation designs that we dream and Rupert Spira has been a big influence on us here as well with, again, a very simple analogy. The pure, bare, empty awareness of the sky is just like these sheets of paper that are pure, bare, and empty, blank. But they are eternally being colored in these creation designs by experience, which in this case is like the words over here so my awareness can be colored by words meanwhile your awareness over here can be colored by art but it's the same witness the same observer the same god the same awareness that is being colored uniquely by in this case words in this case art another very simple analogy is the eye the eye, you have the pupil. The pupil is the eternal shared awareness. That is God. That's what we share among us is the pupil, the witness, the observer. While the iris is the unique coloration of each expression of the infinite. We all have the diamond around our necks, each one of us, that's the pupil. But the diamond slash the jewel refracts the source light in a unique way that's the iris that's why there's the artistic color palette 
where each one of us is a unique expression contributing a unique gift that's why this unit has a very specific identifiers and those units out there the audience's units have their own unique identifiers when you shed all of those identifiers the onion layers what you get to is you get to the exact same source the exact same infinitude the exact same god realization the exact same pupil witness observer when you add the onion layers of identity what you get is the unique artistic expression that's why i run this simulation enlightenment media company as an expression of the infinite meanwhile you might be an engineer you might be a designer you might be somebody that loves operations you might be somebody that's a really good mother or father to your children you might be someone that's a really good civil engagement citizen there are all of these different combinations of infinity expressing itself via us into these dreamed creation designs. But in order for you to know your true nature, in order for you to know metaphysical truth, this is the portal. This is it. You portal from the finite egoic contracted mind via this very simple juxtaposition to the eternal shared witness observer God. That is our true nature. That's how you portal from the mind to awareness. That simple juxtaposition, that simple portal, and in the enlightenment mystic traditions, what is said is that you get little glimpses, you get little tastes of this in the gradual and sudden realizations that then make it so that the light bulb flickers and you're like oh i just tasted that oh it's staying more it's like you're doing reps in the gym and you're working out that over time what happens is is that the light bulb stays on because you end up as is said by Ramana Maharshi with Atma Vichara, what that means is self-inquiry, which is the over and over and over again going inward to awareness and recognizing awareness is what is shared. It is eternal. It is God. It answers the question, what is I? Which is why the Greeks wrote, know thyself on the top of the temple of Apollo at Delphi 2,500 years ago. It means know yourself as infinity expressing itself. Know yourself as the same shared eternal witness observer God, pupil, that has been here, that will continue being here. It's eternal. And this is but one dreamed creation design. And you have this one unique, beautiful, artistic iris of expression into it. Quiet is what enables the subtlety. Quiet is what enables the cessation of the fluctuations of mind. And that's why 2,000 years ago, Patanjali, the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, he wrote, Yogas Chitta Vritti Nirodha. Yoga or union with God, with the absolute, with the ultimate, is simply the stopping of the fluctuations of mind. Quiet the waves of the mind. 
And the more that you quiet the waves of this contracted finite entity that is obsessed with every single cloud, every single experience, thought, emotion, perception, belief, sensation, object, and is just so immersed and engrossed in those that it's completely forgotten its eternal, its infinitude. You quiet that down, you quiet down those clouds, use the breath, this beautiful agent of breath that is always with us. That's what's meant by prana. It's the life force. It's the life energy. It is the beautiful dualistic yin-yang that is right here. The inhalation and the exhalation. And you can use that to quiet your mind. You can use that to take a moment to pause. Don't react right away to clouds. Reaction, reaction. This is what the Buddha taught. Don't react right away to clouds. Rather, use your breath as a catalyst to create distance from reacting to the cloud. And in that process, what you do is you regain gain your sovereignty you regain your supreme authority and in that process you create more and more of a pause more and more of a juxtaposition and you recognize more and more of the sky you create more and more of the turn inward like in the parable of the prodigal son you create more and more of the turn inward to investigate consciousness to investigate awareness itself and in doing so, you recognize that you are the sky. Quieting the mind creates the subtlety for you to recognize yourself as the eternal shared sky that is being colored by all of these infinite modulations of clouds, of music, of words, of art. And in the modern analogy, the easiest way to think about it is the phone screen. We are all the screen. That is God. That is the witness. That is the observer. That is eternally being colored by all of the modulations of social apps and messages and phone calls and calendar and the web and all of that. And you would ask yourself, well, how close is the screen to the image? How close is the sky to the cloud? They are one. There's no separation between them. But we create this story of juxtaposition between the clouds and the sky so that people can more easily turn inward and portal into that eternal infinite awareness. If you've never tasted your eternity, if you've never tasted your infinitude, this is so critical. This is your true metaphysical nature. This is the most important thing that you can dedicate yourself full time to do because what happens is you end up, like Lao Tzu said, in the Tao Te Ching with Wu Wei, what happens is you create an effortless action butterfly effect going outward once you come to these realizations where your family, your friends, your community, people online, your coworkers are all affected by your peace and your happiness. You no longer try to extract peace and happiness from the world, but rather you bring your eternal peace and happiness to 
the world. That's why, as Ramana Maharshi said, the most important service that you can render humanity is your God realization. Recognizing the diamond necklace that's already around your neck and purifying it, purifying it over time. The more that you recognize these aphorisms, the more that you recognize these perennial wisdoms across traditions, the more that you rather than cling and attach and avert away from these clouds of experience, and the more that you create the juxtaposition that gives you the ability to regain your supreme authority, your sovereignty, the more that you can bring peace and bliss and awe and childlike laughter to the dreamed creation, to all of your family, friends, coworkers, people online, all of that, your community, the world. That's why it is the most important service that you can render humanity. And generally speaking in the Neo-Advaita tradition, what is being communicated is the single direct step to absolute realization. Now, that is more unstable compared to this two-step that we're going through right now, which Bentinho Massaro has been a massive influence as well on us understanding that the two-step is much more stable. So what we mean by the two-step is that when you quiet your mind, it enables the subtlety for you to, step one, recognize yourself as the eternal shared awareness that is experiencing the infinite dreams. So that's first. So you are the eternal shared awareness experiencing the infinite dreams. That is first. That shared eternal awareness is the pupil. That is the pupil and the iris is your unique coloration, your unique expression of the infinite in these infinite dreams that we experience. So that's step number one. Now, step number two is the absolute realization, which is to recognize that even the eternal observer, even the pupil itself is dreamed. Even the pupil itself is an agent of infinity. The agent is dreamed. The agent is not what it appears to be. It is illusory in itself as well. You are not real. You are not in some sort of a physicalism world. These are modulations of underlying energy. Even quantum mechanics in the last hundred years has proven this as well. There are infinite amounts of fluctuations of emptiness, of energy, that then give rise to the appearance of form and matter. And this is one of those appearances. So even you as an agent are dreamed, just like the creation design is. That's the absolute realization. That's the second step. And you can tell that if you're an egoic, finite, contracted entity that is solely experiencing clouds, and you try and jump to the absolute realization, that is a lot less stable because you've done less repetitions. It's that simple. To do the repetitions is to recognize yourself as the God-realized state of the eternal shared sky of awareness first, 
and then to pluck that last thorn of even the awareness out in the absolute realization. And as we mentioned a moment ago, even quantum mechanically speaking, all is infinite energetic modulation, emptiness appearing as this. So simply this is a energetic appearance of emptiness as form and as matter and as these dreamed agents pupils and irises so you have this unknowable immediacy this immediacy the mysterianism the unknowability of it is it it is so beautiful it's so awe driving and inspiring and yet simultaneously we carry this beautiful inquisitive process in terms of understanding our true nature as that absolute expressing itself and like a thousand years ago we did not understand the fundamental unit biologically speaking of the cell and we did not understand the code of life until just 1953 so you gain more and more of the recognition of how the emptiness is appearing as form and as matter as these cells as this code of life and what happens is is that you gain more and more sovereignty we gain more and more of a supreme authority over how to maximize our planetary prosperity. And that's so exciting. So it's balancing the mystery with also balancing becoming the most supreme authorities over the dreamed creation design itself. Because we are the investigators of how that emptiness appears as form. And we are the ones that get to become the gods that are tweaking the code of life. We get to be the gods that create the artificial general intelligence. The ones that get to create the virtual realities that are indistinguishable. The neural links. All of these technologies. But we have to bring the highest morality and the highest ethics. And that's a natural process once we hit infinity once we hit the god realized state the eternal shared observer that is how outward the expression becomes effortless because i recognize that we all share our being as that infinitude and we would never commit a malevolence on anybody at that point so in the non-dual tradition is talked about without a center of experience so there's no more agent it becomes centerless. You as an agent have even understood yourself to be dreamed. So now there is just this centerless appearance happening. And so there's the beauty of being able to recognize that non-dual wisdom while also recognizing that, ah, well... Simultaneously, I am this dreamed agent of the infinite that is expressing itself in this dreamed creation design. And so I'm excited about that process. It's a fun process. 
I get to be this Atlas unit that is running the simulation enlightenment media company. And you get to be your unique unit that is doing its own unique expression of the infinite into this dream creation design. So it's the simultaneity, being able to hold it all across all of these layers at the same time. That's what's known as the non-dual, dual individuation. Ultimately, it's the non-duality, and in the dualistic concession is where there's ignorance and there's knowledge, and that's where you get the turn inward towards the diamond necklace already around your neck, away from the egoic, contracted, finite entity towards eternity, towards infinity, towards God-realization, and you get the unique individuation as well. You have to go inward first to go outward right. It's the sure cause of delight. You gotta go inward first to go outward right. It's the sure cause of delight. And so again, the portal is to go beyond mind. Mind is the clouds. If you're stuck in the clouds, you got to quiet your mind. Learn how to use the breath. If you're not able to do what I just did where you can go from being a little bit more energetic to being less energetic and more peaceful like this and to slow yourself down, then you have to practice that in order to be able to quiet your mind to see that the clouds are finite modulations and that what is eternal is the awareness where the clouds happen. The sky in which the clouds occur. And so you portal beyond the mind by quieting down those clouds into this eternal sky of awareness. That's the critical first portal. You stabilize the God realization. You stabilize enlightenment. And then you weave the peace and happiness in the tantric tradition into society. That's what's known as Sahaja Samadhi, as Ramana Maharshi said, or as Buddha said, the middle way, the middle path. Or you can think about it like the Goldilocks zone, very similar to how planet Earth and its orbit around its star is in the perfect Goldilocks location. So you gain these God-realized states of enlightenment, and then you weave out the peace and happiness into the social fabric. And then in the very last absolute realization, you pluck even the thorn the last one of awareness itself. You recognize that the awareness is the agent of infinity and that as you pluck even the last thorn of awareness out, that's where the absolute realization is. And so that's why it's important to follow a two-step process where you portal from the mind to awareness that is eternal, shared, and then you go to the next second step of the absolute realization where you pluck even the witness, the observer that is eternal and shared out as the last thorn. So this is the non-dual absolute. This is it. This is the ineffable. This is it. This is the ineffable. This is the ultimate. This is the absolute appearing. Once you gain that realization, the relaxation 
of the contracted finite egoic biological entity just melts it just dissolves and you expand and you relax and it feels fantastic because you know yourself as that infinite peace and happiness and now you bring that to the dreamed creation design rather than trying to extract it via substances and relationships and experiences you will never find happiness and peace externally in the appearance of form you must find it internally as the infinite expressing itself And this is the anarchic creative dream. Imagine all of the different possibilities of musical notes that come together to form a song. This is but one of the anarchic creative coming together of musical notes to create a song of a dreamed creation design. When you go to sleep at night, a third of our lives and you dream, and you simulate out these realities where you immerse yourself as an observer in those dreamed simulations at night, how many different combinations of dreams are possible for you at night? Infinite. And that's the same thing as this. Infinite possibilities of music, infinite possibilities of art. How many different ways can you paint on a canvas? with different colors, with different strokes. How many? That's what this is. This is a unique painting where you have a very specific civilizational history that has gotten us to where we are with the specific Earth orbiting the specific star. And it's beautiful, but it's just one modulation of the underlying energy. And to recognize that is to recognize yourself as infinity, as eternity, and this being one expression of that. Each of us are these unique units that are doing our unique expression of the infinite. And to know yourself as that is enlightenment rather than being the contracted egoic finite entity seeking peace and happiness in the appearance of form. What if you were wearing eternal peace and happiness around your neck and you didn't even know it? That's what Rumi meant by you go from room to room looking for the diamond necklace that is already around your neck. Awareness that is shared and eternal is the diamond necklace around our neck. This is the absolute. This is the ineffable. And the source light refracts a very unique creative expression, which is your iris, into this dreamed creation design. Intelligent infinity will never come to an end. Infinity expressing itself will never cease exploration you can never come to the last combination of musical notes being played in a song you can never come to the last painting on a canvas you can never come to the last sculpture that you carve out of marble 
You can never come to the last modulation of underlying energy that appears as form and matter. You can never come to the last irises, the last expressions of these dreamed agents, these dreamed individuals, these dreamed creative expressions of the infinite. You can never come to the end of all of these possibilities of identity. You can never come to the end of that. And you and I are but combinations of that expression of infinity. And that's why we say, welcome to simulation. The eternal, infinite simulation. Know yourself as that and weave the peace and happiness that comes from that knowledge being a Gnostic being into society. And that's why T.S. Eliot has the very famous, we shall not cease from exploration. And the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. We will never end our exploration. We will never end infinity expressing itself. And as we turn inward and recognize our own infinitude, we recognize for the first time over and over and over again our own true nature. That's why it's called Leela in Sanskrit. It's the divine play, the cosmic play that is infinite. It's eternal. We are sent out as agents of infinity just to be able to turn back in a game of hide and seek outward in the hide, inward with the seek, and boom, over and over and over again, we realize the one infinite creator. And then we effortlessly express ourselves with the highest morality outward in architecting the maximal planetary prosperity in this dreamed creation design. So that's the portal between mind and awareness. Again, quiet the mind and gain the subtlety to be able to recognize that the clouds appear in the eternal shared sky. That's the pupil. And then to recognize that even that God-realized state of the infinite eternal shared observer witness is a dreamed agent of the absolute and when you pluck out even that last thorn that is the absolute realization and so it's all about subtlety it's all about recognizing that there is this portal that this portal is a real thing between the incessant fluctuations of mind of the egoic contracted finite energy of the entity of the egoic consciousness and as it portals into the infinite eternal shared awareness that 
it relaxes, it expands, that contracted energy dissolves, and it, you feel the eternal bliss and peace, and then you bring that peace and happiness to society effortlessly. Your friends, your families, coworkers, people online, the community, the world. And again, that's why the greatest service you can render humanity is to God realize. Recognize yourself as the eternal shared awareness that you already wear as the diamond around your neck. Recognize it and express yourself as that source light refracts through the uniqueness of that jewel most harmonically outward in architecting maximal planetary prosperity. Adore you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If the video brought you value, like the video. If you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, please also leave a comment below with how you feel. Would love to hear from you. Share the video with people you know this would make a profound positive impact on, please. And if you'd like to, you can join the channel and our membership, gain exclusive perks, and every single last dollar goes directly back into the execution of all of our projects. Infinite adoration, infinite love. Thank you so much so much.